girls you love till the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful. Come what, come what may. What's up, dudes and chicks? Welcome back to the podcast. We're here for another episode. Go forth. Jude, what's up, dude? Dude, I'm just hanging out. I feel like I say that in every single podcast we start. I'm just hanging out. I'm just chilling. No, but but I really am. It's super cool to have this idea to go live on Instagram. I don't know if anybody's going to see this, but welcome to my house, if you do see it. Um, MTV Cribs. And yeah, it's kind of like that. But it's been super cool hanging out. I'm here in D.C. Days. I'm here. And uh, so we're just trying to. Be better every day, dude. That's yeah. the goal. And we have a special surprise today. A new a new thing we're starting. We'll tell you that later. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to like do it in the middle of the podcast. So We're not going to tell you what it is, but we're going to eat something strange. We're going to eat something really strange. <laughs> okay. Um, so, today we kind of want to have a discussion on stuff like we usually do. Yeah, we're just going to talk about stuff like we usually do. Exactly. Um, so, actually, yesterday we had the opportunity to go help run a confirmation retreat here in Maryland, Kensington. Mm-hmm. Where was that? Kensington, Maryland. At Holy Redeemer. At Holy Redeemer School. So, it's a confirmation retreat with eighth graders. Um, and we had the opportunity to give a talk to them. And so, we kind of wanted to touch on some of the ideas that we presented in that talk. Um, cause they were just really interesting. That yeah. wasn't humble at all. <laughs> we gave a really great talk. We gave no. <laughs> a killer talk and it was so sick. No, I mean, it went well. And I think it's important just to remind ourselves of those things. Like, um, our talk was, um, a call to holiness. And so we just kind of wanted to, to talk more about that. And I know we kind of, we've had other podcasts on A Call to Holiness, but we had some, not new ideas, but new ideas to us that we just really wanted to be able to share with you guys. So I think we start with a prayer. I agree. You're really good at starting us with a prayer. I was really thinking that, I would, just before you said that, I was thinking the same thing, but about you. Okay, fine. <laughs> Take your hat off. My hair looks really Show everyone your crazy hair. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right, here we go. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, we ask you to send down your Holy Spirit upon us as we prepare this podcast, as we record. We ask that you speak through us so that the ideas that we present are your words, not ours. And in your name we pray, amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I'm sorry you guys had to see <laughs> that monstrosity. I can see people typing and saying stuff, but I don't know what you're saying. But he- hello, hello, <clears throat> welcome to the podcast. Okay, cool. Let's get started. Um, we ca- we kind of started the talk with the question of what is your goal, um, like, but but how did you start it? So all the kids were in front of us, and I said, "Who here plays sports?" And of course, all the kids like instantly threw up their hands. They're all excited. They all wanted to show that they were ballers. So um, I started asking, like, "Okay, what sport do you play?" Oh, I play football. Oh, what sport do you play? Oh, I play lacrosse. Okay, cool. And so after I asked a few of them, and then I said, "Okay, so what is your goal in that sport?" So this one kid played football. He was like, 
My goal is to win. No, he said my goal is to hit people. My goal is to hit people. That was not <laughs> the answer we were looking for. And Christian said, how are you going to achieve that goal? And he said, I'm just going to hit people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hit people. Yeah. Uh, but no, some people were saying, like, I want to win a state championship, whatever. I want to be the best wrestler. Stuff like that. And so after I asked what their goal was, I asked what they're doing to achieve that goal. All right. Um, and some kids said, well, I practice four times a week. Uh, I have to watch what I eat, you know, like stuff like that, like practical things that they're doing to achieve their goal. And then I threw it over to Jude. Hey, sorry. I was trying to see what the people were saying. <laughs> I, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, he threw it over to me and, and I made everyone uncomfortable as I'm so good at doing. And I was like, Okay, so obviously we're here to talk about our faith. We're here to talk about religion. And the big question is, um, like, you're about to get confirmed. You're about to confirm that the Catholic faith is the faith that you profess and that you want to live. So what's your goal as a Catholic young man? What's your goal as a Catholic point blank? Um, and the first kid, who goes by the name Tasty, that's his nickname. <laughs> that's so weird. He was so funny. But he said that, his goal is to get to heaven. And I was like, very good, Tasty. <laughs> very good. Um, and so how are you going to achieve that goal? How are you going to achieve that goal? And, and I got some pretty good answers, like by praying daily, by um, caring about other people and those things. And, and that's exactly it. And I feel like I feel like in high school, when I was trying to think, like when my faith started to become more real for me, I started to... Um, really try to, I don't know, I would go in these spurts of like, I'll pray daily. Um, yeah. I can remember sometimes, like I'd try to wake up early, say morning prayers. In high school? Yeah, in high school. That's pretty good. But, but I mean, I don't know. It was like on and off. Like it was, uh, it was interesting. But yeah. it's true. You do have those like desires that, that when you feel like, all right, how am I actually going to be holy? You try your best to like implement things. And the main thing is if you have your goal, you know your goal is heaven, then you have to take practical steps to get there. And I think my message for them, the first practical step is a daily prayer life. Um, and so. Yeah, but like you hear stuff like that all the time, you know? And I don't know. I feel like sometimes that can be misconstrued or I don't know people have the wrong mindset of of saying or thinking like one day I'm just going to wake up and I'm going to be holier you know and that's why like practical steps are so important because it's not just one day you have a big conversion and boom you're super holy you yeah know? like there have to be practical steps that you take like you can't just wake up one day and you're going to be a pro athlete mm -hmm. like we were telling these kids like you have to take practical steps. Like you have to practice prayer. Prayer isn't something that you just all of a sudden master. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the hard thing. Like what is the best like practical step? Once you see that heaven's your goal, like what can you actually do to like start working towards that? But it's really hard trying to, trying to um, explain that to people who are so young because to them it really like, Maybe they haven't had an experience in like prayer yet, and yeah. it really does require like a lot of like I don't know to them it it seems like it requires a lot of like a lot a lot of effort um but I don't know 
like what what was your, what was your path like kind of when when you started like with your prayer life <laughs> i mean i think back to when i was their age in like eighth grade dude what was i doing i was probably playing xbox in all my free time yeah i don't know i never thought about prayer and really the only time my spiritual life would be active was when we'd be at Bocam, like that camp that same we get me and jude grew up going to um me and jude me and jude <laughs> stop <laughs> some things never change <laughs> i haven't set that as a goal to stop saying that. <laughs> um yeah but i don't know i wasn't very active so that's why whenever i think about these kids that we were talking to i don't know i don't i don't expect a lot but i was like i was telling you yesterday it's important to plant those seeds, you know? Yeah. Because I know I heard a lot of talks growing up, like similar talks, like the one that we gave yesterday. And of course, after those talks, I wasn't super ready to change my life. You know, I wasn't just going to change everything about me. But leading up to where I'm at now, I realized that all those talks are super important. All those talks that I heard because they planted these little seeds. And now that I've decided to pursue my faith, I have all of that in the back of my head from those talks, which mm. is really cool. It's really special to have. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because you really wonder, like, what can I say that's actually going to help these guys to, to like, pick something up? What can I say that's actually going to help them to learn? But really, it's it's the simple things that are really going to stick with them, you know? Yeah. It's uh, And that's why we tried to go that that one-liner in our talk. It's not about what you do it's about who you are like it really is um like yes it's about saying prayers yes it's about um trying to serve others but it's not just those things it's about changing your heart and well allowing christ to change your heart accepting his invitation to holiness um and especially in this in the sacrament of confirmation like Saying like this is truly something that I want. This is something that I want to push myself towards. Um, so yeah, but but one thing one thing that we did, and and I think it's important to realize is really where we are, where we were in that moment of our life, like when we were young, or when our like we were just getting started on our faith journey, and maybe we didn't even know it, like. In high school, it was really easy to think like, okay, my goal is to just like be successful in the eyes of the world. Mm-hmm. So like me, boom, I my my biggest thing in high school, like the thing I put the most time and effort and energy into was football. For so for twelve years I played I played football and that was something that really like like I had so many goals in my head and, and because of all the people around me and because of everything that was happening, it, it seemed like our goal is to just go to college and play at a good college, play football. Um, and then upon like further reflection after I had, I had signed to play football in college. That was my plan. I wanted to go to school, all these things. And then I realized like kind of in that moment when you, myself, Johnny Derudo, we were hanging out in the car like, man, I don't know. It's crazy how it all happens in one moment, though. You know, like for me, it all happened in, in, my, in like that moment, like 
things were just yeah. made clear to me. That's a grace. Yeah. That's definitely a grace given to you from God. And that's that's why like I always try to like reassure people because it, it is really so scary when when you start trying to think about like how am I going to get to heaven? Because obviously like everyone wants to go there, but then it's like what the heck like how the heck am I actually going to yeah. do this? But it's like Christ is going to invite you and you'll know it and then like you'll just have to like trust it. I don't know. These are like such big things, but like when it's happening, it's just like it makes sense. Yeah. But think about I don't know. I was thinking about what you were just saying. How that that night that we had that conversation in the car, like how important moments like that are in people's lives. Yeah. Just to have genuine conversations, late night car talks. If you haven't had a late night car talk, you should definitely try it sometime. <laughs> it's the freaking move. It really is, and you learn a lot about yourself in those moments where. You just see other people being real, being authentic. And that was another thing we talked about to the kids yesterday was authenticity, which I guess we'll get into in a little bit. But I don't know, dude. It's kind of cool because I look at what you were saying about the football, and I kind of had the other side of things with, like, academics, like academic-wise. Um, Krebs so, much smarter than I am. Mm. Maybe not practically, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I almost chopped Jude's head off with a wood splitting axe. Oh yesterday. my gosh, that was so insane. Yeah. But it's okay, I didn't. I saw my head, guys. Nobody worry. Yeah. Kind of. So anyways, <laughs> um, t- speaking academic-wise, everybody always, like when you ask anybody what their goal is, it's always, I'm going to go to college, get a degree, get a good job. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah. And they think that's what's going to bring them happiness, you know? And that's what they make their goal, and they shoot for that, right? And, of course, they're always stressed out in school and stuff. Um, and that was my goal, too. You know, I was the same the same way. Um, that was my plan. In high school, I got a full ride to college. Actually, like, I'd be making money going to college. And I was set. I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to get my engineering degree at Louisiana Tech. It's going to be great. And then I'm going to get a job. I make bank. All right. Mm. But then God had other plans. Um, kind of in a, I mean, a different way from Jude, but the call to the mission year was pretty interesting for me. Um, a priest had told me about it. I'd never heard about it. And through some different, experiences and moments and conversations i ended up like making a pros and cons list to this mission year because i was i didn't want to do it right because i had my plan i had my plan of going to college get my degree and i didn't want to halt that or interrupt that um but luckily god also gave me the grace to to just say yes and to to choose the mission year and through that my whole life changed priorities changed goals changed and it's interesting because after the mission year, when I went back to college, you see all these people who stick with that plan, right? And maybe I'm not one to, to speak on other people's behalf, but just from perception, it seems as if a lot of these people are miserable. It, like I have conversations with people all the time telling me how they just feel like they're going through the motions in school whatever they're always stressed out always miserable 
never have anything positive to say except for something like nonsensical when we have stupid conversations, mm. you know, and there's never those deep, good conversations. I don't know. It feels like everybody's just brain dead there. They're miserable. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's sad, dude. It's sad. So yeah, I think when we speak of goals, it's important as well to like, sure, it's good to set goals, but also are the goals that you're setting good? Hmm. Yeah, I I really think from, like, my transition from, like, where I was in high school and my mindset there into the mission year, like, that really helped me to understand all of these things so much more. Like, learning through difficulties, how important it is, um... Like, I don't know. It's all about putting yourself in the right situation. Like, if you want something, you're going to put yourself in the right situation to get there. Or else you don't really want it at all. Um, I don't know. Like like we were saying, like with sports, you put yourself in a situation so that you can be better. Or else you know, like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And then the same thing with our faith. Like, putting ourselves in the right situation, putting in ourself, putting ourselves on a path to success in that regards. Yeah. Um and it's not it's it's not it's not easy. It's not um something that like every day you're going to be like super excited about just like working out. Like maybe every day you're not like super excited to do it, but you know like this would be good for me. Yeah. And then you just do it. And then you just do it. Just and that's what it. I'm talking about. Like I was sitting here just thinking that like you should <laughs> ju- really just like be able to give yourself totally to it. Just do it. Yeah, dude. We should make a company with Just Do It. Dude, that is a killer slogan. Nick. Nick? Nike. Hmm. I don't know. I was just I was thinking we could do that. Yeah. It'd be sick. So <laughs> anyways. <laughs> maybe okay. I feel like we've kinda laid a good basis for A basis. For the rest of the podcast. A good basin. A good basin. Um so anyways, what we continued to elaborate on in our talk was after <laughs> you always talk so elevated but we continue to elaborate on <laughs> oh thanks maybe it's because i'm so much smarter than you sorry one day you'll get past like a third grade <laughs> speaking level <laughs> speaking level <laughs> i like dog <laughs> dog run fast dog run fast <laughs> anyways um so like our topic like jude said was like the call to holiness right so um we talked about goals and why it's important to set goals and then we kind of went into other practical steps um and those were authenticity the importance of authenticity and then jude talked about like surrounding yourself with the right people um so we'll go into that for the rest of the podcast but maybe now would be a good time to introduce our special activity our special activity it's it's new it's fresh and it's gonna be so great so <clears throat> the other day i was walking around a hardware store and then i thought what do i need to oh huey waved at us hello huey <laughs> <laughs> huey's probably gonna bust in here in a little while <laughs> um but i was walking around a hardware store and i thought like you know sometimes podcasts can be really normal really oh. normal and i thought well if we're gonna be normal we may as well be really normal so we decided to do this thing 
that we would, um, every podcast, we're going to allow one of us to choose something that we are going to eat on the podcast and give our expert opinion on this food. Yeah, it's going to be like Top Chef, but with really weird foods that you always see at the grocery store, but you're like, who buys this stuff? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And what are we feeding to babies? And that's actually our food today. And this was Jude's idea. I'm not going to agree to that. I can't really say that it was my idea, but... But today... It was. It was my idea. Today, what we have for you guys that we will be rating and judging is Gerber baby food. I'm actually... I'm going to throw up. Beef, <laughs> beef and gravy. Mm. It's just... It, Let's look at the nutritional facts, dude. 70 calories. Dude, that's, that's a really good one. It's good for babies to, oh. to grow. Oh, eight grams of protein, dude. I'm totally going to smash this. I'm just trying to get buffed, dude. All right. <laughs> you ready to do this? Yeah. I'm like kind of terrified. Yeah, me too. It looks so gross. It looks like <laughs> throw up in a jar. It really does. All right. You should, you should put the thing next to your mic and make the popping sound I'll do, I'll do so that. everyone knows it's happening. You ready? Yeah. You should do it at the same time. I don't know. All right, one, two, three. Oh, oh, so satisfying. Should we smell it? Oh, oh. <laughs> I smelled it. <laughs> Super gross. Oh, dude, it smells like cat food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, okay. okay. Right, we, we just gotta send it. We just gotta do it. Just Three. do it. Here, toast. <laughs> oh, dude, I got a big dude, bite. Dude, that's a really big first bite. <laughs> Why'd you give such big spoons? <laughs> do we have to finish the whole job? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. <laughs> okay, ready? No. One, two, three. Oh, <laughs> mmm. Oh, it's kind of like Vienna sausages. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys have ever had Vienna sausage. It's like it's like already oh, it's like already chewed up Vienna sausages. <laughs> it's like. Bro. Man, pre-chewed Vienna sausages. Can I have some crackers with this? <laughs> no, dude, that was, that's spot on. Pre-chewed Vienna sausage, <laughs> but with less sodium. Mm, not no flavor at all. <laughs> this is absolutely disgusting. Okay, if you're a mother or a father, please never feed your children <laughs> this beef and gravy. Baby food. Mm. I wonder what I wonder what beef it is. It's probably this is this is actually probably sirloin. Wagyu beef. Uh, why are you still eating it? I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I'm actually gonna throw up. I stopped a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm so hungry. Wow, that was delicious. Mm. Maybe we should rate it on the oh. scale from like one one Shoot. out of five stars. We right, should... I need to log back into my computer really quick. That's okay, dude. Give me give me three seconds. Yeah, I think we should rate the baby food on a scale from one to five stars. That should be our scale for all of our foods. And like, one day once we get famous, we'll probably be invited onto like the Food Network and stuff. Blaze said, "What's coming up next, brothers?" Blaze, what are you talking about, dude? I don't think we should interact during the podcast. Sorry, that's okay, dude. I but I know I just I, I need to be more present. I might need to look for a new co-host. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> dude, I was literally just sitting here thinking the same thing. 
About yourself? like About you, know, you dude. Uh, oh, because, awkward. Because you left a half a spoonful of that <laughs> pre-chewed not, Vienna sausage there. That. <clears throat> All right. What's your rating? Scale. One to five stars. One to five stars? Five stars being absolutely delectable. Delectable. What is delectable? <laughs> <laughs> Delightful and delicious. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give that one a... A one point two. One no, dude. <laughs> one point two. You can only stars. give half half stars. You oh. can't go off the one tenth scale. Okay, then point five. Point half five a star. stars. Half a star. Wow, I'm gonna give it one star. Like it wasn't unbearable. It was. I feel it in my stomach right now. <laughs> it's, it was pretty bad. It's leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you're ever snooping around the store and you see some beef paste gerber baby food don't get it because it's absolutely disgusting mm, yeah well i'm glad that we got through that unless unless you're looking for something a little just something to take the edge off then you're gonna be doing all right i feel like a little baby bird and like yeah <laughs> mama bird just shoot up and oh okay 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 i'm actually spit it in my mouth never Cheers. forget to have your water with you okay so gosh how do you hop back into the Maybe we should start doing this at the beginning. <laughs> ah, that was disgusting. I feel like that totally just threw off my train of thought. But I feel like the protein really gave me a lot of oomph. Yeah, like now I'm, I can feel my muscles <clears throat> growing. That was good. That was not good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now. So that's so that's the that's what just happened. It's not what it's not. It's what definitely we did. what we did. It's who we are. Cool. So. Let's get back into it. Okay. Now that that's over. <clears throat> authenticity. Um, authenticity. Yeah, so you kind of you kind of headed that up. Um so I I think you should take it away. Okay, fine. Um we did our first episode of Go Forth was actually on authentic friendship, mm. which I don't know if you guys listened to it, but it's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, it wasn't terrible, but it was our first try. We actually weren't even supposed to post that episode. Um, so we made an executive decision to delete it. Yeah. We took it down. So now you have no access to it, which is probably better for everybody. It's better for the country, honestly. Yeah. So we can kind of retouch on some of those ideas. Um, like but you listening to the first podcast is kind of like a guy telling his girlfriend Dude, chill out. Ooh. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just bad. I mean, it's not good for anybody. Yeah. Mm. Like, you think it's good? Like, you think... Yeah, like, in your mind, like, it's reasonable. Like, listen to podcast number one. Tell my girlfriend, dude, chill out. Yeah. Not good. Not good. No bueno. (laughs) We're roasting ourselves. It was... Anyway. Go ahead. So, it was on authentic friendship and and those things, but we we really felt like um, we were... It's funny. We still have the draft, so maybe one day we'll yeah. add in a couple segments. So we'll yes. have a special, a special on Netflix called "Remember Where You Came From." Remember where you came from, dude. We're just full of ideas, full of them. So, anyways, authenticity, right? We keep getting off track, Sorry. so let's get back into it. It's the baby food. It's the ba- yeah, dude. I really threw off my focus. <clears throat> uh, anyways, authenticity. So. Along with having goals, right? I feel like sometimes when you're trying to achieve these goals, it's easy to forget who you are. Hmm. So like we kept expressing the whole 
it's not what you do, it's who you are, right? Like, what is your identity? What's your identity? Like, your identity says a lot about you. And if you shoot for your goals and you lose your identity in trying to achieve these goals, then, I mean, I don't know the exact outcome, but it's not good, right? You see a lot of famous people and successful people who, especially, like, movie stars and music stars who they lose they lose like their inner being and they give they just whatever they let hollywood destroy them me and jude were just watching this video on justin bieber yesterday that was pretty interesting he had like a huge conversion and he was just saying that the people that he was around um i don't know i guess in hollywood and like where he does all of his work mm-hmm they were just really bad examples to him, right? And they brought him down, and he lost his identity. Um, but God willing, it looks like he's turning he's a new around. leaf. That's cool. Yeah. JB, on God's side? No, it is really... It is <clears throat> It is amazing to see, like, those conversions happen. Like, yeah. because, because you realize that person had an experience of truth. And it's so amazing to know that like other people like go through it, especially when you see someone like so famous like that really getting attention for like something so good. And then those people who are like absolutely crazy about those people start to wonder like, why, why is he saying these things now? Why are they doing these things? We were just watching a, a a video of a band Mumford and Sons playing amazing grace. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. It was super, it was super interesting, but there was this girl it was at this music festival, and this girl in the crowd was just crying. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think this girl's having her conversion at a music festival. <laughs> Bonnaroo. <laughs> Bon-a- <laughs> she was just like weeping, and I was like, oh my, this is so insane. Like, she <laughs> <laughs> maybe she was just on a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, getting back to it. So we we really wanted to stress to the kids like how important authenticity is and like staying true to yourself. Um, so, how did you define authenticity? Do you remember? I think it it was like. I think I have it written down actually. Let me see. I think it it was. It's not what you do; it's who you are. No, but you said like, like to be authentic is to to be. Like oh, person. to be the the man or the woman that God is calling you to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, which we've you guys have probably heard us say that. Quite you a lot. you may have heard us say that once or you twice. You may have heard us say that before. <laughs> Anyways, um, and I gave a good solid example of what authenticity looks like. So I talked about a saint named Saint Jose Sanchez del Rio. Um, for any of you who don't know. He was a 13-year-old boy during the Cristero War. So in the early 1900s, the Mexican government was persecuting Christians, right? And there was a group called the Cristeros who tried to fight back against the government. And so St. Jose wanted to fight. Like, he wanted to fight for the Cristeros against the Mexican government. And they wouldn't let him because he was so young. He was 13, which was... It was really cool to share this story with these 8th graders who were, like, 13 years old Mm -hmm. to show that it's possible at your age to live authentically. Um, so anyways, he ended up pushing and pushing to, to fight for the Cristeros. And finally they let him in. Um, and he was a, a flag bearer, I think. And so one day he goes into battle and he gets captured. 
and so they they have him as a prisoner and they tortured him and they kept trying to get him to denounce his faith they would tell him if you just denounce your faith then we'll let you free and he kept sticking to his identity his identity of i'm a catholic i believe in jesus christ and so they gave him one last chance they slit the bottom of his feet off Mm -hmm. so like that layer of skin on the bottom of your feet and they walked him through town so like on gravel roads and dirt roads which i can only imagine how painful that is and they made him dig his own grave and the whole like town was watching this which is insane he dug his own grave and then they stood him up next to the grave and they put a gun to his head and they said denounce your faith this is your last chance or we're going to kill you and his screaming last words were Viva Cristo Rey, which means long live Christ the King. And then they shot him. And he died a martyr that day because he stuck to his identity. He was authentic. And so I think it's a beautiful testimony to, to authenticity, right? And sometimes being authentic is hard. Like all the time. Like all the time, you know? Because it's easy to give in to <clears throat> what society wants, you know? I mean, you look at, son, if you look at 8th graders these days, maybe not even these days, always, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, everything's so fake. Everything's based off of the clothes that you wear, the people you hang out with, how good you are at sports. And all that stuff passes. It all pa- Think about the, the most popular kids in 8th grade at your school. Think back. Where are they at these days? The people who base their whole identity off of, like, I don't know what they did. Not who they were. Yeah. It's crazy. I know I can think of four solid examples of like these guys who just after high school totally fell into drugs. They're like working at restaurants now. They got nothing going for them. And it's sad. Um, Because I feel like that's the most important first step to living your faith is being honest with yourself. Yeah. Like the things I do, do I do them because I want the attention of others or do I do them to become a better person? Um, <clears throat> but that's where it all gets so mixed up at. Because exactly what we have to do is sometimes so countercultural. It's like so different than <clears throat> what other people are expecting. Yeah, like what are people going to think of me if I do this? Yeah, yeah. Which, which is a super reasonable thought, you yeah. know? And that's the same thing that I went through like in high school and I still go through now. Like... What are people going to think of me when I do this? What are think- people going to think of me when I try to like tell them that what they're doing is wrong? Like it's a supernatural thing to happen, but the thing we have to the thing we have to think about is <clears throat> honesty with ourselves. Yeah. Like if we can't be honest with ourselves, how are we ever 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 going to be able to like achieve our next step of being able to be honest with other people? Yeah. Like if we're constantly lying to ourselves like no, this is like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's so I think of how crazy it is. It's shocking to people when people are authentic. Yeah. So for example, Jude and I and and Hubert were at a restaurant last night and we were sitting at the bar and there was a guy next to us and we ordered our food and they brought our food out and we did like we always do, right? Before meals, we said grace and made the sign of the cross, said grace. And after this guy like leans over and he was like, that's crazy. And we were like, what? <laughs> he said, I don't know. Just 
Never seen somebody openly pray before a meal before. In a bar. Especially in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Like, that's cool that we got to be that, I don't know, yeah. experience for him. Yeah, and then and then that kind of like, after a little while, it opened up a little conversation about like who he was and like what he does. And, <clears throat> and that was really cool, actually. Yeah. It was super cool. But it's crazy how shocking it is to people. That sucks that it's shocking to be authentic. Yeah, and, and and it makes me think of those moments. Maybe we all have someone, I, I hope we all have someone like this in our life, whether it be someone who we personally know or someone who we just look up to. And and we have this, dude, I can still smell this baby food. I need to close this. <laughs> I'm really going to throw up. <laughs> I'm going to leave mine out. <laughs> A little it's extra like an, penance. It's like a nice candle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, like we all have those people in our lives that that we see them and we have this moment of like that person has something. You know, like when you see somebody do something that requires maybe a, a lot of effort or maybe it requires them to like miss out on something fun to do something that they have to do or wh- whatever it might be. Um, just those people who live in like humble service and you wonder like, gosh, like that person's just so good. They have something about them. Um, like those are authentic people, people, people who don't like, they would prefer, like they would prefer the, the simple, humble, mundane task over like being the center of attention. Mm. And I don't know, I've had that experience so many times in my life, just like looking at people. I remember one time when we were in Cheshire, I don't know if I've ever told this story, um, of when one of the brothers there was during our Christmas party and he was like in the kitchen, he was washing dishes during the Christmas party. And one of the brothers goes in and he's like, Hey brother, like, why don't, why don't you come out and like enjoy the party or something? And he's like, yeah, 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 I'll be there. And then, um, like 20 minutes later, the same brother went back into the kitchen to pick something up and, and he was still there washing dishes. And he said, like why are you, why are you still in here washing dishes like we're having a we're having a party or something and and he just said like because I know that if I don't do this somebody else will have to and you could just tell in that moment like he wasn't thinking about himself like it wasn't about him it wasn't about I want to enjoy this it's about like I know somebody's going to have to do this and I don't want to get recognized for this like I'm just going to I'm just going to do it because, because it's who I am. Like it's a decision I make every day to like be this type of person. Yeah. Wow. I love that story. It's so, dude, I think of that so often and it really helps me like even like become like self-motivated because he wasn't, I feel like that's one super big thing about authenticity is the cliche you've always, maybe you've heard it a lot, like it all depends on who you are behind closed doors. Mm. Um, like, I feel like that's one super big key to authenticity. Like not only being authentic around other people, but being, being able to like, like authenticity with yourself. Yeah. Like, like if you're not like that, if you're not like that, whenever you're not around people as well, then is it really authentic? Right. No, you're just putting on a show for people. Yeah. Which is, that's a good point. It's not just about, being authentic in front of others. Like you have mm. to be honest with yourself. 
you know that's super cool and that's and that's something that steers a lot of people away from people of faith is because is because they say like i just realized like a lot of these people they don't they don't practice what they say they practice like okay they're catholic or they're christian or something but but they don't live that way like, what if people actually tried to read the gospel and live like that? Like, that's where authenticity is, is rooted, like, in the life of Christ. Mm. Like, if you want to learn how to be more authentic, read the gospel and try to live it. Like, yeah. that's, that's what I think. I don't Maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know. I've been wrong once. Once? Or, no, probably not. Mm. Mm. It's a close call. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> that brings up another good point of, like, how awesome this brother was, right? And this is what Jude's part of the talk was about. It's like surrounding yourself with people like that. Like, yeah. why would you want to be around people who are selfish and all they care about is themselves and they're fake? Why, why would you want to be around those people, you know? And whenever you start surrounding yourself with people like this brother or with people that are authentic and charitable, you start to become like that. And that's super, like, ah, man. You can't do it alone. You can't just sit here and stay in the same environment you're in and expect to change. Like you have to change your surroundings as well if you want to change. Yeah, it's super. It's super important. Um, so, like those people who you say, like, man, that person has something. Um, it's super important to put yourself in the presence of those people and don't just allow yourself to think, like, oh, it's fine. Like my friendships are pretty shallow, but like it's fine. I'll like, I'll figure it out in due time or whatever. Like it's, it's important to constantly be seeking to have real conversations with people. It's important to constantly be seeking, which is really what this podcast, like this is how this whole podcast like came to fruition because of like the conversations we would have. Mm. And like, and we realized, man, like nobody's talking about like how many, how many friends are truly like, calling each other just to talk about like a struggle they're having in their faith yeah. or like a light they had in their meditation. And then we just said, okay, well, if we could show people what, what our friendships like, and if we could show people like what, I don't know how we're constantly pushing each other to be holier, then maybe some people would start to get it, mm. which is, which is just that trying to, trying to, take this gift that God has given us of like true friendship and share with other people and show you all that it is super possible. Yeah. And that was, that's what I was thinking about with the eighth graders yesterday. How like maybe the talk doesn't even have a big impact, but just that they can see that there's two kind of normal dudes, you know, um, that can just whatever. I don't know. Just be authentic be real with each other yeah i mean jude would just kind of like whenever we were at the retreat we just we just wanted to be an example of like what it looks like to be good friends you know mm-hmm. and i don't know dude you see a lot of kids these days i go whenever out during my mission year you'd watch some of these kids all they do is just make fun of each other it's weird i don't know if you yeah, experienced const- that of course that's it's all like, it is. Like, oh, you're gay. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to say these words, but <laughs> I don't want to say these words. Yeah. No, you're gay. <laughs> okay. Crab's going to get really taken away. 
<laughs> Carry away. <you> go, Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's like it's this level of superficiality. I don't know if that's a word. Yes. But like they can't get past that. Mm. Like it's just constantly like insult each other, insult each other, insult each other. And it's funny, 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 funny. Up until somebody's like, dude, I'm so sick of this friendship. Like, this friendship isn't getting me anywhere. Yeah. You know? And, and that's when, that's when it really pays to hang out with people who like, I don't know. For me, it was putting myself in the, in the presence of people who don't like to just lay around all day and watch TV. Cause that's not really pretty good job at that this morning though. Yeah. <laughs> I could not get out of bed this morning. <laughs> but like for me, I, I can't surround myself with people who are just um I don't I don't I don't even know the word for it. Just uh kinda like they just like to do nothing and they're fine with that. Like I'm the type of person I need to go outside, like go on a hike. I need to surround myself with people who like to have a like just a a good time. Like just have fun super simply. Um, and just like to have real conversations. Like it's one thing to just sit there and talk about sports and, and those things are good. Obviously you need those or talk about politics, but let's <laughs> talk about baby food, but let's like, let's talk about real things. Let's talk about how we're going to change this world to make it a better place. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I mean, but isn't that our goal? Like, dude, we're, we're goals <laughs> i don't know it's everybody has this desire everybody has i think at least to to make the world a better place to leave your mark to do something great and why is it that people who live in the eyes of the world like okay yeah they do something good they influence some people sometimes negatively they die and they're they're not really remembered for super awesome i mean awesome in some sense of the world but you look at somebody like mother Teresa, you know like yeah. she, she didn't dude she didn't like she didn't do anything that was like well like in the eyes of the world she didn't do anything that was like super extraordinary yeah she wasn't she wasn't super rich in fact she's working with the poorest of the poor. She had no money. Yeah. She, she constantly dedicated herself to serving those people who, who just could do nothing. And look how much people know her for that. Yeah. So so many people that aren't even Catholic know her. Like she is a, and it's way more attractive than somebody who gets famous, like playing a guitar and singing, not to take away from that. That has its place. But, but like really what do, what, what type of people do we look up to? What type of people do we, do we try to surround ourselves with? Because ultimately, that's that's like who that's who we're gonna become. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I don't. It's it's just an interesting thought, like how much my life has changed after I left high school, and I kind of started to meet new people, people who thought the same as me, um, and just how much my quality of life went up. Yeah. Because seeing person. yeah, because seeing other people live like with a goal, live with authenticity, live with this desire for heaven and not just a desire to be famous or be rich or whatever it is. 
like just a desire for a simple life that's going to lead to fulfillment that's so much more attractive whether you want to admit it or not than those people who are just living a very selfish life yeah and it's it's sad to see i feel like a lot of people feel stuck in like that pit of misery you Mm -hmm. know joy is a choice you don't have to stay in that situation you always have the choice Maybe it's going to take big sacrifices and it's going to be really uncomfortable, but you always have the choice. Man, I I just think about so many people at college who just, they seem so miserable. Yeah. You know? Oh, gosh. I hate seeing it. And and it's so funny because working where I work, I'm able to work with a lot of people who do just like really seemingly mundane jobs um like a lot of these carpenters and plumbers and stuff and they don't i mean they don't get a lot of glory for their work they don't get a lot of like hype or attention (laughs) and rightfully so but just the simplicity in which they live their life and like the conversations we have about hard work and about trying to do the job right it really inspires me because those are the type of people that they know what life they know what life is about because they're surrounded by i mean especially well a lot of these people come from like catholic families and stuff so they're surrounded not even that christian families so they're surrounded by people who are trying to live the gospel they're surrounded by people who are trying to um better themselves and allow christ to better them and like that's that's what really makes a difference and those are the things that are going to help us to achieve this goal of sanctity. And and like we said in Sainthood 101 or something, like this idea of sanctity is only people who or are ordained or people who are religious, like nuns or brothers or something like that, can be holy. Like it's just, it's incorrect because the whole world needs holy people. Like every aspect, like the place you work, Maybe it's Chick-fil-A. Maybe it's an office job somewhere. Whatever it is, like, they need your example. Mm. They need your holiness, you know? And and to know that you're not in it alone is really, really reassuring. Um, But it does require require effort. Heck, yeah. So. Well. That's really, that's really what I was, that's what I was just thinking on my plate. That's what I was thinking. I was just eating that. Yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of the extent of our talk. Mm-hmm. Um, we presented it in a way different way, but that was like kind of the main ideas. And it was really cool because in preparing all like this talk and stuff, like me and Jude talked, like we discussed all this stuff ourselves. Like, I don't know. That's what's really awesome about the podcast is just whenever we like pick a topic, you know, we have to talk about it ourselves before we do it, obviously. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I grow from this. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's the same for me. And, and I really hope that people can realize that we're like, we share these things, not because I feel like we say this every episode. No, n- not even in the sense of like, like we don't know best or we don't oh. know everything, but in the sense of like, we're not doing this to, to be famous. We're doing this because 
we discussed that this was something that we felt like the church could use, especially at a time like this. Um, and God has really blessed us with a lot of experiences. God has blessed us um, abundantly with good friendships. And we just want other people who are kind of in a place where we are right now or a place where we were, um, kind of like when we were called to be missionaries, to know that there is so much, there's so much hope and there's so much like joy in a life with Christ. So like this is for this is for the people who are just like desiring more simple life. Greater, more joyous life. La joya. La joya. <laughs> Sorry, inside joke. Inside joke. Anyways, I feel content. Yeah, dude. That was super good. Um, We're sorry that it's been a hot minute since we've dropped a podcast, but uh, it's, as always, just crazy. And again, we're not doing this for money or we're not doing this for fame. So it just kind of, we try to let it happen as naturally as possible, um, which sometimes isn't on a set time limit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. We tried at the beginning. Like every week, no, nah, definitely didn't happen. Yeah. But, okay, I have an idea. Okay. I'm scared. Okay. I don't know how many people have made it this far, but... So, you know how we do a, a opening prayer at the beginning of every episode? Uh-huh. I was thinking it would be cool if we had an, an official, like, opening prayer that we say every time. Right. Okay. So then I was thinking, like, what prayer should it be? Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking again, and I was like, maybe the listeners should decide that. So I'm gonna open up a challenge. I don't know if anybody's actually gonna do this, but <laughs> it'd be cool if some of you would come up with like an official go forth opening prayer and send in your your prayers and your ideas and we'll like choose the best one and it will become the official go forth opening proprietor proprietor prayer (laughs) prayer oh that's super cool that'd be a cool idea huh yeah yeah i like that so you guys send it in you can send it into the instagram yeah just like text it to one of us send your favorite prayer or send a prayer that you think would fit this nonsense of a podcast. Yeah. We're looking for something awesome. Not lame. So don't <laughs> send them lame. You better not send something lame or else we will. I'm going to be livid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will appreciate any ideas that you send. Yeah, no. Literally anything helps. Cool. And Can you I, just shut up already, dude? Dude, I was just sitting here thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right. Sorry guys, I really don't want to go, but I got I got to finish my Oh, uh, dude, hold that thought, dude. Baby my, food. I hear my mom calling me. Yeah, somebody's at the on. somebody's at the Who is it? Come in. Oh. I got to go get the door. Sorry, They're dude. not coming in. I'll see uh I'll see you <laughs> later. All right. Um <clears throat> Okay. So, thank you guys all for thank you. Um listening to the podcast. Please pray for us and trust in our prayers if you ever need um special prayer intentions hit us up on instagram or like you said just text one of us and know that know that we are in on this journey with you and we want to build the kingdom with you at our side and send in some more crazy food ideas that'd be funny yeah 
whatever your least favorite food is, send that to us and we'll probably eat it. The most whack thing you can think of. It's hard for me to think that anything can get worse than that. <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. I think it's pretty good. I'm going to take another bite. Uh, oh, oh, my God. Let's say it, dude. Okay. Let's end it. Thank you guys for joining the podcast. Go forth. The podcast is ended. Thanks, Speedy God. <clears throat> okay. Um.